Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, it is ESPN Central Texas. And I've got Aaron, I've got Cam Stewart, and uh, I'm sounding a bit different than usual because I'm racing back to our Metroplex studio that we utilize sometimes after attending the introductory news conference for Zim, Mike Zimmer, and um, it was weird to it was weird to hear some of the uh, some of the reporters all calling him Zim as if they you know I guess they've these uh, it's kind of interesting over the years but there he was the it's man they I had the relationship that you have with him that's right how dare they how dare they call him Zim Cam you just heard Cam's voice hi Cam I thought. I was re- I was very excited about you leading us out, but did I <laughs> I didn't We're hear real. anything. So, <laughs> so I uh, I started going there, um, but glad to visit with you and Aaron today. Already been a big day on the station, and I'm, I'm reminded that uh, rush hour does start at about 3 p.m. here. Hmm. But I it was really fascinating to look at Mike Zimmer in a Dallas Cowboys t-shirt. And I'm sure you've seen my tweets and some of the photos and some of the stuff that's already out there. First of all, Mike, like, he, I love Mike Zimmer. I, I can also say in the same sentence that he is one of the meanest dudes. Like, Mike Zimmer, like, when you think of, like, oh, who's the nicest players coach? You know, just soothing type voice, whatever you want to picture. Mike Zimmer is so far the opposite of that. Like he makes Mike McCarthy look like just cream puff. And I don't, Mike McCarthy's from Pittsburgh. I think of him as somewhat of a tough guy, but is Zimmer, it's just funny because like I was kind of trying to think and listen to him and think, well, I wonder if he's lost any of his edge. And there was nothing, and even a little snarliness at the end of the news conference when um, when when he was basically asked about what Rex Ryan was saying the other day. You know, Rex Ryan from who put himself back it, in the job hunt, put himself yeah, back he, in the Cowboys uh, in short list. Yeah, and he he said basically, I don't think the Zimmer deal's done. And so Zimmer was asked about that today, and he was just like, he said, I hear a lot of things Rex Ryan says. I, and so it was just a real, it was a good moment, man. It was just, it was just, I am not going to sit here and deal with that nonsense, is basically what that was. And, um, and so after all these years, see, Zimmer, 
He was with, he was there for that last Super Bowl. Then he was Campos in those really bad years, the defensive coordinator. And then Parcells kept him when Parcells arrived in 2003. So, you know, he just, he's so much a cowboy. In fact, all those Cowboys coaches, they never leave. Like, they never sell their house. They, like, all this time he's been in Minnesota and doing all this stuff, like, he's always had the place out in Colleyville or Coppell or wherever they all live. Like, he out there at Valley Ranch. Is that and, is that is just like a familiarity with Jerry thing? Like, hey, I know there's a pretty good chance uh, Jerry will give me a call at some point here, or what? Well, it's. I mean, he likes having he likes having retread. Might be a harsh way to put it, but experienced no. NFL coaches, right? If that's the, way, the PC way to put it. Well, no, no, I'm talking about though, just old school. Cowboy, you know, all these guys stay because they they honestly fall in love with the Metroplex. And even those dudes that go on and become head coaches elsewhere and all that kind of stuff, like they just kind of get entrenched here. And part of what you say is true in the sense that they there's some kind of weird family relationship that happens with Jerry. You know, it's like all these people are like keeper of the secrets. One of the oh, yeah. reasons, one of these, one of the reasons, you know, like Jerry has a real hard time firing people, and and what he tries to do if he needs to move on from somebody, what he'll try to do is, you know, let them go find another gig before he ever actually fires them, and and, and it, sometimes he'll give them an inordinate amount of time, and and the joke's always been like the reason he's like that is because all those people know so much. Right, they just yeah. Know. They know and there are a couple NFL Jerry. teams that do that. By the way, I don't want to make this yeah. just the Cowboys. There are a few yeah, teams, including but, my favorite team, that do this. But but Zimmer became like part of the fabric. Like when you and then see he and Dion are like crazy, um, crazy close, and like I mean Dion leans on Zimmer. It's really funny, like. I, I even to the point where D where Zimmer today he was kind of like yeah I only went to Jackson State for two days and I've never been to Colorado like he was basically trying to say that thing gets more portrayed but that said Dion's on the phone with him constantly so and it, it's just so I say that to be it's just kind of I, I don't know if this is going to work or not I really don't but from a old school Cowboys kind of thing he is a holdover from the good old days he's you know and, and by the way he was a part of some bad old days too but i i found it i found it really interesting because the other part of this is what we've talked about and laughed about you know he kind of needs uh oh guys i'm going in the express lanes down in the tunnel let's just hope oh, this hope oh this no. works yeah it's like the runaway mine train okay i think i'm emerging from oh, and you have an android too yeah. oh this is real this is i'm ready <laughs> to take over tap me in well the the android the uh yeah the android just screws up every group text I mean, that's the big problem. But I've emerged from the tunnel. I'm okay. The classic but Matt Mosley. Are you getting these texts? Text. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's oh, unclear. Man. 
Yeah, it is. And then I, I've had some issue recently where I'm not receiving them or something. So that's a that's a major issue. But um, so I, Cam and Aaron, I just got to say it was like a, I'm glad I went. You know, I I kind of. I kind of, you know, like at Baylor stuff, I'm always jumping in there doing the stuff. And obviously for many, many years I wasn't Cowboys. But when I'm not on the beat for a while, I don't I don't always, like, want to show up and just, like, start trying to, you know, jump in and ask a bunch of questions. But it was kind of funny because, like, the – I just know – I've just – I you, you know, he was in place and – he was the defensive coordinator for Parcel, so it was almost like the old juices started kicking in, and I kind of, I kind of wanted to jump in there and start quizzing him, but I kind of held off a little bit. Um, but it, it was, it was a little bit too much for my taste. I mean, I know I'm, I'm reminiscing, and I thought that was fun, but I mean, it's like I, I want to find out the nitty gritty. You know, what, what are you going to run? What are you going to do? Like, what do you – I mean, this thing, as bad as that was against the Packers, you know, this thing has been pretty great with all these takeaways. What, what are you going to try to do to it, Zimmer, you know, all that? And it was a lot about just, like, kind of talking about how much – how he and um, he and McCarthy – McCarthy said in the NFC North that – they, they were just talking about how much huge respect they had for each other. Now, as I was walking out, and I'm not going to say who I talked to, but I, I just think there's more to whatever happened with that whole Rex Ryan thing. Like, I maybe one day we'll get to the bottom of it and know. But I do think, I do think that was a neck and neck and, yeah, like Rex was trying to get back in there, and he may have had an opportunity. So, again, this is all fine, and it's going to be Zim moving forward. But I think there was some fraud, some tomfoolery, whatever you want to talk about it. There was some, there was some weirdness going on there. And I do want to ask, Matt. That, I whole, know... that, that whole thing went down. I know you're a Zimmer guy, and you kind of touched on it a little bit there. How how much do you think Rex was a real player in in this? Just to, as much as you know the Cowboys, and obviously you've seen Rex coach over the years. Like, was was this a real possibility, or was this Rex trying to get his name out there a little bit more, trying to make a little bit more of something than it actually was? Both. I I think Jerry probably came away from talking to Rick Rex a little bit intoxicated. They're not saying they were sharing the, the, whatever, <laughs> the, the, the Johnny Walker. What, what's the good one? The blue or the black, whatever. That's what, what Jerry. Likes well, I'm a good Baptist. One. I don't know. So yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm not either one of those things. Good or Baptist. Yeah. I, there was some, there was a lot of, I, I think Jerry, kind of like got caught up. I think Rex can own a room and, and the exciting, there was some of that. I mean, like if you, if we listen today or tomorrow to Zim, like he sounds like he's lost his, he's always lost his voice. His voice has never come back. He's the quintessential coach. And he, and he's got a little bit, it's funny because he's a, he's the biggest hard a, 
you'll ever run across. But at the same time, he has a bit of a high-pitched voice or whatever. Rex is this commanding, monstrous, life-of-the-party kind of presence. And I do think he grabbed Jerry's attention. So, so something something happened there where, like, Rex maybe had a chance. And then in the end, I think Jerry and Mike, I think – I probably think Mike McCarthy was more comfortable with Zimmer because, again, Zimmer would not in a million years be trying to get his job. You know, where you you wondered about Dan Quinn. I I don't really think that's Zimmer. Um, Rex, you never know. But in the end, Zimmer is family. Like, Zimmer is is totally, you know, uh, family to, uh, to Jerry. And so he, he, you know, that's that's kind of what that thing came down to. Um, but uh, I'm telling you guys, it was uh, it was kind of interesting to be a part of and watch and kind of see where Zimmer was and all of this. And it, I'm always happy, and then also a little bit. I guess the good news for our listeners is if they think, well, they just got somebody who's basically retired and brought him back. I mean, I get that. I get that way of thinking. It did come up that there was another club trying to hire him in the process with Zimmer. And so, I mean, I do think there's been interest, and he's had a chance to get back. But um, it is wild, and I, I tweeted about this. He's, he's now, I think, 67. And, I mean, and I don't know if this says something about him when he was 47 or what this says. Like, most – Coaches and like presidents, you know, you, we joke about like how they age. Like it's like amazing the how much they age. Them. Yeah, yeah. And this dude, uh, and again, as far as him getting around or whatever, I'm sure there have been changes in how he feels and all. But I took that picture of him up there at this deal. I'm like, this is the same dude. This it is the same dude. Yeah. Like I was, I was, yeah. I so I was. 30 that's just crazy yeah i was uh i was not that long out of baylor when when i met him and and he looks like the same dude from i don't know 21 22 years ago whatever it was but um i do here's the deal like any any sort of thought that guys get babied or that dan quinn toward the end like he just there was a lack of discipline and all that that's gone any, Done. Any of that Junction song. Boys back. Yes. 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 Have you read Junction Boys? Uh, you know what? I actually haven't read the book. I've seen that terrible made-for-TV movie by ESPN. All right. I heard the book is great. I'm a, I am a Jim Dent fan, so I would definitely it's give it. It's in Ward's office if you want to read it. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, that, is the right least, the that is the least surprising it thing I've on the ever fridge. heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he also did 12 Mighty Orphans, I think, Jim Dent, which is just a fantastic, fantastic book. Yeah, Jim. The Cowboys guy. Jim wrote those books and then spent about ten years in prison after that. Oh yeah, okay, uh, fine, yeah. But um, but I mean, I he I like Jim, but he is a he is an interesting guy uh, uh, for sure. But you know, back to Zimmer, I <laughs> I do kind of I was trying to kind of I was having this theory and having a talk with somebody recently about like. 
people when they go through tragedy and everything, you know, how it like either breaks them or they like come back like crazy strong from it or whatever. And I kind of think he's the latter. Like he's just been through like some horrible stuff. Um, and, and one of those things just happened within the last couple of years, uh, losing his son at age 38. And, and Adam Zimmer was a, was a really good friend of mine. And just, to, I just loved the I love, I, I got to know him when he was playing college football at Trinity in San Antonio and he would come to training camp and he was a neat, he was a great, great kid. And, and became a really good coach. But Zimmer, in losing his wife and losing his son, I mean, I, I think from the outside, we look at those things and we go, goodness gracious, how does he, how does the guy function? How does he get out of bed every day? Like, wh- wh- yeah. And, like, I, I've seen it before. Like, people, like, the resilience of people, it's kind of, it's really remarkable. And, so from a human being standpoint, now, again, hard A beyond belief, but also I do think probably when you go through some of that, if I, I think you, first of all, he maybe he's even mentally tougher than ever. And the other part is I do think probably he has a little more empathy and, and maybe is not quite at the guy. I think he was the it's coach. It's kind of you up a little bit, you know? It's yeah, 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 yeah. I – I I think he used to be the coach who players it took them 5 6 years to get over him. Mm. And then maybe years later they appreciated him. So now I think he's got it down to where it'll just take him a couple of years to appreciate him. All right, <laughs> All right. strides, yeah. Like the, 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 he's not going to turn his cap around backwards and he's not going to line up and run drills and do all that. Like I just I can't stress enough, like, like just old, old school uh, football coach, and he's just red faced and ready to scream and spit tobacco on you uh, at any point. Now, I think he was better with the Vikings than than we give him credit for. I don't think he was awful there. I'd agree and with I that. Think, yeah, I think he kind of wore out it. I think by the end, he's not a personality, though, that's going to stay there for – he's – I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, Belichick probably wore out his welcome, what, 10 years before he finally got fired or ousted, but he was just so great, you couldn't do anything with him, right? Yeah, maybe. Mike was the same way. He's going to wear on you after a while. But, man, for, like, to have a go at this thing for hopefully a couple of years and try to try to maybe recapture some of the glory – you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about it. Kind of yeah, excited it, about it. And it's one of those things too. You kind of mentioned this earlier. Like McCarthy knows he's not coming after his job, and re- he's really probably realistically not going for any head coaching job. I know he looks good, but 67. You know, the league is ousting those guys in their 70s as head coaches. Like he's coming in here to put every pour every last ounce of football left in him. Hopefully, if you're a Cowboys fan, hopefully into this team over the next couple of years. And a guy who's a good football mind, I mean, I, you said he wasn't terrible with the Vikings. I thought he was pretty good with the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, not too dissimilar from what we saw just the last few years with Mike Vrabel in Tennessee. Always yeah. competitive. Um, you know, there were always other teams in that division. And, of course, he has to look across to Mike McCarthy on the stage today to, to re- remind him of that. 
but they were always competitive, and I think they got to the conference championship game with him. So, you know, it's well, one of those things. He's I, not a bad head coach by any stretch. I think, I think Aaron. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I kind of think Aaron will appreciate. And there was some interesting Pac-Man Jones talk that broke out. Ooh. You know, he really yeah. kind of helped salvage that guy's career after he, you know, just was a total mess. And Mike became kind of a father figure to him uh, in Cincinnati. But I, I, I think, I, I think the thing that Cowboys fans are going to be like really excited about is the fact that like this guy probably and he oh then the other the newsy part of the the news conference was that he's keeping Al Harris I think that's great news okay I think okay. Al Harris is a really good DB's coach but Zimmer is the like one of the greatest. DB's coaches, and you're going to probably find a, a joke in this because you're probably. like, well, you need a defense coordinator. But he may be like one of the best secondary coaches of the past 25 to 30 years in the NFL. And and just, I think that's kind of exciting. When you have Diggs, when you have Bland, you know, wherever you stand on Lewis and some of the rest of that gang. A potential but, Hall of Famer if they bring back Gilmore. Gilmore, who really did some nice things this year. I know you had to get him in there uh, with your ties to him. Yeah. No, he is great, and I I like him, actually. I thought he's right. He gave some good games for the Cowboys down the stretch, too. Kind of a leader type as well, and I like like it. But Mike, like that, that's part of him being the coach's coach. Like, whoever's Al Harris, and we were talking about that with Gary Patterson. Right. right, we were saying if if these young coaches are are not if, if they're willing just to learn, they're they're about to get like a great experience over the next few months, like an unbelievable experience, and that's what these coaches are about to get from Zimmer. But like what the technical way he coaches that position, and the amount of study and attention he gives to it. Like, like again, as much as I give total respect to Dan Quinn for some of what he did and all those takeaways and what he did with Micah Parsons, I think he did some really, really good things. Like, he's not even on the planet with Zimmer when it comes to coaching DBs. So, uh, I think I think folks can be – I think folks can kind of be – Excited about that. Reason to be excited. That's all we were looking for, Matt. <laughs> Aaron's really excited. You should see him. He can't contain himself here. I Cartwheels. I think I speak for most Cowboys fans <laughs> that they are not excited. Like, really, every every Cowboys fan I know is like, this is just another retread. He's, it's, he's, Jerry's comfortable with him. There's no new ideas. More of the same, just a different name. So is it just being is it being the opposite of excited or just like eh? Like uh whatever. We've got the ro- we've got the same roster. Roster's gonna be fine, team's gonna be fine. Yeah, they'll win twelve games and lose in the first round again. He's a good defensive coordinator. I'm putting them at ten this year as we sit on March fourteenth. March just, February fourteenth. I, I think the fans were I think the fans were 
ready for change. Now, they really wanted McCarthy gone. Right. But they did get – this is a big change. Quinn's gone. And retread or not retread – no retread. Like, he's he's never been thought of as a – I mean, he's always been thought of as a great defensive mind and a great defensive coordinator. So, you know, I, I know, think – yeah, said I that, think. but I mean, it's just you can't sell this to Cowboys fans and expect them to be super excited. You just can't. This is it's it's not too nothing dissimilar. new here. No, I don't. Yeah, and they can be any way they want. I just kind of wanted to go out there, give them a, give them a kind of a a bird's eye view sure. of, of Zimmer as he reappears on the scene. However many years later, it's not I guess too. He left this. I almost wanted to ask him what he thinks his life would be like. This wouldn't have been the right setting for it. But, like, what if he took the Nebraska job in 2005 instead of Bill Callahan when he was offered the Nebraska job? Like, I wonder if he would have been good at it or not. You know, and I think they ended up— He and Bill Callahan, they were really looking for a type there, weren't they, Matt? They had a type they were looking for in Lincoln. They weren't weren't trying to coddle those Huskers. And, you know— they they end up getting a type, a, a, like a wild a, mean mm-hmm. weird cat in Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini, okay? yeah. he's good at it too. And <laughs> and honestly, then they thought he wasn't good enough, right? And then they <laughs> now here they are, you know, five and seven, and every year five and seven. Fortunately, they have a man who uh, who uh, is the great, you know, again, I love him. I really do. But he's also the greatest salesman to come along oh, yeah. in college football in the last 20 years. No doubt. Like, Should have a, a used better car sales place. guy than Matt Rule. Golly. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. All right, guys. Um, I have arrived back at the our Metroplex studio, um, and let's do some uh, Baylor basketball as the most complete performance uh, of the season occurs last night. Let's do that next. Baylor baseball returns February 16th, opening the new season in the Shriners Children's College Showdown. The Bears open their challenging schedule, taking on Nebraska, Oregon, and Tennessee in the three-day tournament at Globe Life Field in Arlington. This season, join Derek Smith and Tom Barfield for all the play-by-play of Baylor Bear Baseball. And it all begins February 16th, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available, and all calls are answered by an operator. 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657 and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day. Ensure services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? 
in the distance traveled between yesterday and today. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. At Richard Car, we give you more. Richard's Plastic details. Richard Car Motors is turning 25, and we're celebrating with our anniversary savings event. Get a premium ride in uncommon style for a common price in a Buick Envision. Right now, save $4,750 on a new 2023 Buick Envision at Richard Car Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get 25th anniversary sales savings on a new Buick at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and... Uh, is just kind of we're just driving around places. We try <laughs> to see what we can get into. Talk about the driving show, around to places. The show has yeah. been. Uh, we've been at Mike Zimmer's introductory news conference. We've now arrived. We're all in a studio. Not always the same studio, but it sounds like it for the most part, which is sounds nice. great. Just uh, and I, that's a credit to our engineers. You know, Gary Moss. Ward White's people that people that know how to wire things, and then Aaron, we got to throw, we got to throw Cam in there. Some of the engineering yeah, he did 
on site yesterday was very impressive. In fact, I, I showed up and, you know, I usually like to show up and help in those endeavors. And nothing, I mean, it was just, it was wonderful. Like the whole presentation out there. And I know that's not what Cam is looking to do the rest of his life. But, man, he, was, he, he did a great job. But so he might be stuck with it because <laughs> he's so good he, at it. You ever so hear those stories about, like, athletes who don't even really like the sports they play? They're just really good at it. Ricky Williams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cur- Curtis Martin was another one. Yeah, there's uh, have you ever them. seen that, the uh, football life of uh, Curtis Aaron Martin? Aaron It's Oh, yeah, Angel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mar- Curtis Martin was like, yeah, I've watched, like, two football games in my life from start to finish. This guy's a Hall of oh. Famer. He's like, He's like, yeah, I, I rewatched the Super Bowl I was in once. That was about it. <laughs> he just didn't. He didn't really care. He was just like, yeah, I was good at it. I liked staying healthy. I made the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> just, couldn't you imagine? That'd be great. There was a guy who was a goalkeeper for Barcelona who was like, when I get home, I, I, I talk to my wife about her job. She's an architect. I think that's way cooler. <laughs> One of these days. Well. Yeah, and then there are the the coaches and people that that's all they talk. You that's know, they it. love to they well, stay with ball, and and I think that's uh, that's like some of these college basketball coaches. They're around each other so much, and they're recruiting and all. And you always hear people say, well, "I would just like to be able not to have to talk about basketball." What are you going to talk about? Like that's your life. You recruit three hundred days. You know, every day you're not coaching, you're recruiting. I mean, it's, yeah, and so that's what they talk about. And and that's what I love, like, like I've gotten to be friends with some of these Baylor assistants, and, you know, I sometimes I'm like, well, maybe they want to talk about something else. And then it, I realize, no, this is this is the way they're wired. And so I love, I love talking hoops uh, and, uh, and all that. And that leads us, guys, to last night's game in Waco, as I made my way over from the beautiful, the Brazos Landing over to the new jewel of the Brazos, and that, of course, is the Foster Pavilion. I mean, I I didn't know. I was a little worried about Porter Mosier showing up and, you know, having a pretty good showing. That team's been good at one point. Aaron, what did they get? Did they get high as, like, 10th or 11th in the country? I, I mean, they nine, were. Nine, yeah. Yeah, ten nine. Ten, yeah. And. You watched that game last night, and you're like, how in the world? How in the world did anyone ever think of them like this? And I think Baylor I think Baylor had a lot to do with it. And I, I just have to commend Scott and the staff because they and, – and, and, I, I and I know I make fun of Porter Mosier, but and Aaron can testify to that. But, Aaron, there I was, one-on-one with Porter last night, and I kind of had to admire how he shot me straight. You know how the generally you ask that old question, well, did they do anything you weren't prepared for? No, 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 did they do anything to surprise you? you know, the answer is always no, no, we were ready for everything. We're ever there. And I love that Porter, when I asked him about that zone, admitted, you know, like, no, we had no clue they were going to stay with that the entire game. And um, and he admitted they never could adjust to it. And he kept mentioning somebody named Hughley. The only Hughley I know is like DJ. Isn't there a D, isn't there like DL. a comedian? D, yeah. DL or DL Hughley. Anyway, that that is a great passing big man that would have helped them. And I don't know where Hughley was or even if he was out there last. Well, where night. his 
what set he was playing at at a comedy club last <laughs> night. But the, the the dude could kick out for threes, let me tell you. <laughs> but that's amazing to watch what Baylor did last night. They go two or three possessions of, of man-to-man, which, of course, is what Butler and Davion mm-hmm. and all those guys begged Scott to do after years of being a zone guy. And not that they didn't play a little man, but he was mostly his own. And they jumped into that zone last night, and OU got – OU never responded. By the time they responded, it was way too late, and they were down by like 20 yeah. or 23 or whatever. I, To me – and, of course, Jay Nunn had his big game, but I, I thought, Cam, uh, that that was, that was a complete that, – that was a glimpse – of if Baylor is going to do something this season in terms of maybe going deep, um, in the that that would be hopefully the team that shows up. I would hope so. That that's the best one to forty performance we've seen all season long. And you know, Matt, I went into this game, I'd only seen a bit of Oklahoma. I know they got into the top ten, like we mentioned, but they didn't have the pizzazz of like a you know, an upstart tech team with Grant McCaslin, or they didn't have the high-end talent that you wanted to watch, like Kansas or Houston or Iowa State. And so I hadn't watched a ton of them this year, and I didn't know any of their players' names. I didn't know their style. I didn't really get a gauge for how good this team could be at their best. And after last night, you know, I couldn't name any of the players' names. I didn't know their style, and I had no feel for what they could play like at their best. Uh, that team looked just not good. That, that's that's the most confident I felt going into a top 25 game maybe ever. Like, I, I, I just thought they posed no threat at all, and they proved me completely right. And I'll give Porter Mosher the credit or the, the benefit of the doubt here. Baylor has gone into, they've shown a lot of zone this year, but never for a full game. And they just dared OU to shoot it, kind of the way they did against Cincinnati back a month ago. To, to similar results. And, I'll, I'll, you know, Baylor did shoot the lights out, but there wasn't really much fluky about this game, Matt. You know, usually when you see a blowout in the Big 12 that doesn't include Oklahoma State, it's something like, oh, you know, this player was out or they shot just astronomically low from the field or whatever. And that, that wasn't the case. I mean, Baylor was just straight up better than Oklahoma and showed it at every turn. And, you know, OU would make some of those runs of, you know, six straight or eight straight or something like that, eight straight points. And in other games, that would have brought the lead down to like two or one for Baylor. In this game, it brought it to 10 or 12. Like, they they just weren't in this thing. Um, to, to win by 17 when your best player, Eve Misi, grabs just one rebound, like... If anything was fluky, it was that Jaden Nunn, I guess, scored 27. But, I mean, he's been a, a much more aggressive uh, player the last few games and has shown some flashes of offensive skill, unlike, we, unlike we've seen before. But, of course, the number that sticks out to me, what were we talking about all of Monday after that Kansas game? 21 turnovers. Mm-hmm. Season high in turnovers. 21. Last night they had five They cut down 16 turnovers from one game to the next, both against ranked teams in the conference. That's that's like scary good, Matt. Like that's that's a really impressive 
correction in two days, probably one practice session. And they and and Jaden Nunn and Ray J. Dennis combined for one turnover. And Ray J. Dennis has eight assists. That that's the most important part of the Jaden Nunn performance. Mm-hmm. Twenty seven points, couldn't miss, six of nine from three. He was unconscious. Three rebounds is great. Three steals even better. And zero turnovers. If I had told you a month ago Jaden Nunn was going to give you almost thirty points mm-hmm. in a top twenty five game. Would you have would you have fired me as my boss? <laughs> you said I have to think of you as my boss, Matt. I'm just asking all, the question. Yeah, I mean there have been several instances already. I've I've but yes, yeah, sure. I would have <laughs> I would you would have You'd been like, banned. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't yeah. watch the games. Done. No, Get out of here. You, you know, and boy, Mosier had an interesting somebody asked it almost kind of like what you just said. They said would you have watching tape of Baylor ever anticipated something like that from Jaden Nunn? And he said, he said, yeah. He, he said, I, I, uh, I could because I recruited him and we wanted him at Oklahoma. And um, I don't know, I kind of like Porter. Porter has not been a, as effective without Sister Jean with him. Yeah, maybe that's the trick. He's. He, I, you know, I, I thought he had done some good things earlier this year. Um, I think I shared with you and Aaron. Did y'all happen to hear who Scott opened his news conference crediting with the the uh, fewer turnovers? Ooh, don't tell me. Uh, Cam Stewart of the Matt Mosley Show. <laughs> Is that not it? I don't know. We we may have audio of this <laughs> at some point. It, I said uh, it on Locked On Bay where I said they need to turn the ball over less, and Scott was like, you know what? He, he makes a good point. <laughs> they got it cleaned up, and there was a moment last night in the postgame news conference where uh, Jacoby Walter was asked about those turnovers, like what it was like after the the Kansas game. And the look on his face and the answer he gave, like I, I think – you know, I was just describing Mike Zimmer and, like, his temperament. And I think Scott – people would think Scott Drew is the exact opposite. I, I think they can be extremely tough on those players in practices. And I think the film session in the practice, I, I, think, I think that was not comfortable. To go to Kansas and turn the ball over 21 times was viewed as somewhat of, a, of an embarrassment. Um, and to come back and, and come, have it only five. Now, is some of that Oklahoma's not as good a defense as KU? Sure, sure. But too many of those turnovers were just like just careless mistakes. Yeah, I mean, that the, in, we're beyond in, the in pale Lawrence. at that point. Yeah. And the other night, there might have been one turnover that happened, you know, after the game was already decided. So, really, it was like three or four turnovers the entire game. That'll win you a lot of games. And, I, and the biggest compliment I can give to Baylor, to that group out there last night. And I love Loner. Loner actually came in and made a beautiful pass and, and did a couple of things. But, like, I didn't it, I didn't even think to ask Scott after the game or, like, it, until somebody brought it up after the game, it never occurred to me about Langston Love being out. Like, they were that yeah. great. And he is arguably, like, He's one. Of, he's like second or third best player on the team. I mean, he is. 
he is he is great. Okay, we we got more we get more into this cam. I can tell you've got you got more on Baylor more basketball. More on for sure, yeah. And I want to <laughs> I want to delve into that. But let's do some uh let's do some NFL blitz package and let's do it next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play on Wednesday to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Save big on your next pre-owned car or truck at Richard Carr. Well-qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2021 Nissan Versa for $196 a month or a pre-owned 2021 Buick Encore for $286 a month or a pre-owned 2018 Chevy Silverado for $360 a month. 100 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles are on the lot and priced to sell. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the New Year New Ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics Medical Director Dr. Aaron Wolkoff explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, Central Texas. The next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations. Each are Hellberg Barbecue specials. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387. 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? 
Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What a day it's been. I mean, the NFL music, you hear it every day at about 340, the NFL Blitz. Cam Stewart on hand, chief engineer, co-host, great friend, Aaron Sexton, all of those things as well. And uh, we roll along. Uh, We've been out to see Mike Zimmer's introductory news conference, and there's a lot else going on across the league. Aaron, where would you like to begin today? We will start with terrible news from the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. One person dead, nine injured after shots were fired at the end of the Chiefs Super Bowl parade earlier, Kansas City Fire Department officials said. According to ABC News, citing the officials, three of the injured are in critical condition, five in serious, and one person has life, non-life-threatening injuries. Police said in a news release that two people were detained. Well, I mean... It's not good. <clears throat> I, I, I thought the, the best chance of, of nothing happening was uh, was when the, like the Rams got together and like nobody showed up at their parade. This is a uh, and then the, the, it seemed like the, the bucks were out like on a boat or something. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good way to do it. The, I will say I can't remember which one. One of those cowboys parades got way out of hand. Yeah, I Interestingly, I just had no, as a Baylor undergrad, during, I guess, all of those Super Bowls, at least the last two, I, like, I had zero interest in driving. You would thought, I mean, you know, as a lifelong Cowboys fan, I would have wanted to be in the in that, and, and, and I think back on that, and I guarantee it never crossed my mind. Now, what did cross my mind back in those days was to, like, draft a horrible fantasy football team, you know, in the very early days of fantasy football. And one time I, I couldn't be there, so I told my buddy, I said, just get me get me Emmett, Novacek, and Irvin. I just, or maybe, I, maybe Aikman. Like, that's how I put a fantasy team together. And let me, let me uh, and Aaron would know this for sure. Well, you would too, Cam. Those were great teams. Those were yeah. not great fantasy. Other than Emmett, those were not great fantasy players. Correct. Fantasy. It's like drafting yeah. Drew Brees' receivers for years. <laughs> yes. Like, he just he hit all five for, like, the same amount all the time. Like, it, it stunk. <laughs> oh, man. But I did, in those early days, you'll like this bit of trivia for you. Yes. There was, yes. A, there was a man, Cam, in, uh, in Aaron – 
Cam goes to these trivia nights, as I'm sure you've learned, and and he does pretty well. But circa 1997. Good year. Yeah. Um. Or yeah, right around then, 96 or 97. So, uh, someone set the NFL record for like most touchdowns in a season, a running back, and. He, he would not go on to be thought of as one of the great running backs of all time. And I'll just say he was from the NFC East. Can you name him? Ooh. NFC East running 97. back. And he went off in the in kind of like 96, 97, right Ricky around Waters. then. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Ricky was doing it about 94. That's a good name. Uh, that's a really good guess. I'll even give you the team, the team formerly called oh. the Redskins. This is circa uh, 90, have a good maybe Redskins. 94, I remember 95. Yeah. Which is kind Redskin of interesting aside, an interesting record because it's later broken by, I believe, both Priest Holmes and Sean Alexander, who were like uh-huh. good in their time, but you wouldn't yeah. really – Recognized them as one of the all-time greats. Then Ladanian Tomlinson n- broke it. Um, his name was Terry Allen. Terry Allen never would have got that. I do not remember that him sounds, at all. That sounds like a used car salesman. <laughs> just... Terry Allen, <laughs> Dodge Ford. <laughs> no, that. I Terry Allen. But be careful. We, we yeah. Dodge is one of our main sponsors. So, look, uh, it's not an insult. Come on. No, I know. Uh, I know. I'm just Terry playing. Allen. You go in Corsicana. <laughs> <laughs> Terry right. Allen, um, Superintendent Terry right. Allen. I, um, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Less than 72 hours after playing in the Super Bowl, 49ers have fired their defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes is out as <laughs> the 49ers D.C. after one year. That's harsh. He took the job this year replacing wow. D'Amico Ryans, who, of course, left to yeah. take the Texans' head coaching job. No names yet being thrown about because it just happened for possible replacements for Steve Wilkes. And I thought the defense played well for the most part. I mean, sure, they had some lapses towards the end. Like, if I told you last week you're going to give up 25 to Kansas you City should in win. the Super Bowl, I'd feel, I'd feel good about that. And, I again, I thought their front four, front seven were awesome in the first half especially, and Greenlaw gets hurt, and that's real unfortunate. But, boy, NFL, not for long. Am I right, Matt? A E M I R I T E, I uh, yeah, it's a bad, that's a bad look. That really is. Blow the guy out, and and uh, you you almost win a Super Bowl. And while Mahomes ended up with great numbers, part of that came in the overtime, right? And then he, and and he was held down for big portions of that game. They were three points at halftime. Give me a break. All right, I got another aside for y'all. Okay, bring it favorite, on. Favorite Wilkes. Favorite Wilkes. Uh, I know Steve. the Lincoln family's least favorite. I was about to say, yeah, the <laughs> one that pops uh-huh. to mind uh-huh. is not a, my favorite. That's a, that's a Wilkes booth. Yeah, favorite, it's true, the booth family. Favorite Wilkes in sports. Mm. One of the great, one of the all-time greats uh, in, in the NBA. Yeah. That would be from the Los Angeles Lakers, Jamal, Jamal Wilkes. Wilkes. Not my favorite, un- so I'll <laughs> keep guessing. Unbel- 
had this unbelievable free throw shooting style. You should you YouTube that when you get a chance. And uh, he played his college basketball for? Uh, don't tell me. McLennan Community. UCLA. Close. I was oh, pretty close. The, who is that? Now, that's a good one. R- real quick. Don't answer this one, guys. This is a good schmaltz's. Real quick, while we have time. Schmaltz's trivia, trivia question of the like week. This. Who... Who is the greatest basketball player to ever have played at MCC, McLennan County Community College? Who and is Terry Tacker did not play there. He did not. So I didn't play. either, so you can eliminate <laughs> two. Yeah, there, there's you can eliminate great. two MCC grads. There's Jared Sidham? I don't know. There are some I great. Went, I'm at, I went to MCC. I had a couple classes. I had an email. But it wasn't me. I'll give you that hint, too. It was not me. What's your email over there say, like mcc.edu or something? What's yeah, I mean, you nailed email? it. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the school plus edu, yeah. Aaron, did you predate email at, at MCC probably? Oh, you don't have to like, answer just that by legally, a year or two? You don't have to answer that? No, actually, it's a, <laughs> I think it's kind of an interesting story. My last year at oh, MCC, my fourth year yeah. when I finally graduated, true story, <laughs> uh, one of my professors, a history professor, Texas Tech graduate, Professor Hansel Burley, we would talk all the time, and he showed me communications with uh, some of his old professors and colleagues that were in California at the time. It was the uh, early basis of the World Wide Web. It was university servers connected to each other and sending things to each other. I was, like, literally at the dawn of the Internet. I had a professor showing it to me. You, it was pretty do you awesome. Think, do you think he actually beat Al Gore to the punch? <laughs> he has more claim to it than Al Gore does, I think. And he never claimed Ooh, it. He was an early adapter, though. One of the very first. Wait, do we have a winner yet? 254-662-1660. That's how we have to do it, Cam. Oh, yeah, we, we have got to give the number. That was easy. Oh, huh? we immediately. Yeah. Did you know it, was, it, Cam? It was, yes. I would say it's subjective, though. Wait, I can't name say? another player, but it's the great, the greatest <laughs> nickname, the microwave. There was some player from there that I like, Dave. Oh yeah, Benny Johnson's the answer, and and we'll we'll credit whoever got it. You Ooh, get two free Jerry is our oh, winner. Oh, get the I, last name right now. Can I Jerry, get another trivia question in while we can, while we get this? We'll just let me congratulate Jerry oh, real fine, quick. I will. Jerry, you are the winner of our Schmaltz's trivia question. You win two free sandwiches which come loaded with that wonderful, oh, man. I, I like the salami. I like the schmaltz. I do it without olives, but I have everything else on there, and I go, uh, I, I like the toasted bread, the twice-baked bread, and, uh, oh, it's beautiful. Nelson Rue, by the way, the owner of schmaltz's, um, we had, we, he has renewed for another, I don't know how many times we've done this, but it, we, we just had another signing ceremony. And uh, Nelson brought two caps out. One was with one of our competitors, and one was with our, our cap, <laughs> the Mosley cap. Lovely. And he put the Mosley cap on again. Nelson Rue and Schmaltz's back in the fold. And uh, uh, we also ran into some great friend yesterday, Jake Kelly, out there at the Brazos Landing. Jake Kelly is uh, back in business with us. So very, very exciting things happening on the Mosley Show. Cam, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I cut you off. Go no, ahead. you know what? That that was – I'm sorry. That was a, a good thing to mention. I'm glad that you did that, Matt. 
Uh, I just I, I'm in the trivia mode right now, and and Aaron just set me up for another one. Actually, you did. Okay. You and Aaron both. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Al Gore, Internet King Al Gore. Uh, he went to Harvard. You might have oh, heard. I know of the it. answer. <laughs> for the question, I know the answer. <laughs> Don't you love that? Feeling, Hold on, let me Aaron? write it down real quick. Don't you love that feeling? He's gonna get it right. He roomed with a football player at Harvard, and I am looking for who that Texas native and football player was. Okay, who Al Gore roomed with at at Harvard? This is like late sixties. I think I think they were class of like seventy or seventy one. Okay, now are this you guy, looking for the answer, Calvin Hill? I'm not. He went to Yale. As a matter okay. of fact, you okay, talk about I'm the twenty nine twenty nine. Because I was going to say, do you have the right Ivy League school? Who did Calvin Hill? I think you're thinking of Calvin Hill's wife, who oh, roomed Hillary. with Hillary Clinton at Wellesley. Okay, Rod, Hillary Rodham Clinton at yeah Wellesley or wherever. Okay, sixty eight Al Gore. I've got a hint ready part? if you if you like one. Yeah, go ahead. And I don't know how much it'll help you. Um, he did finish his high school days up in your neck of the woods in the city of Dallas. Uh, by the, oh, by Tommy our Lee Jones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They say I, one I, of the I, early uh, students yeah. at the school formerly known as Midland Lee. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. I. <laughs> now, wait a second. I think you're mixing some things up. Mm-hmm. I, I almost feel like Calvin and Red Tommy Lee Jones. I, I can thought, assure you, Matt, that Cal- Calvin Hill went to I Yale. I knew the answer Tommy before Lee you Jones asked the question. I, I can guarantee that, actually. Tommy, you're saying Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones room together. Yeah. It, sweet mates, yeah. It was it was a room with like or a place with like five or six guys. I I, I am going to have to do some research because I'm yeah. And I'm almost Tipper was at BU. Play. I can I can assure this. I'm not the way I was worried about Baylor playing Oklahoma last night is how I'm worried about you and your research here. I'm so sure of this. Tipper and Al and I. This is a little bit of a down news in oh. today's NFL blitz baggage. We've already had one. Someone's dead. We've lost someone in Kansas City. But we also, uh, Tipper and Al are no longer married. Really? I didn't know that. Is that I didn't either. Is that true? Well, yeah. Yeah, they divorced kind of well, quietly about like five to ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Aaron, this is the same guy who's saying Calvin Hill, who went to Yale, somehow roomed with Tommy Lee Jones, who went to Harvard. So I think we need a double check on this. As sad as it may be. All right. All right. I'm, no, you just keep talking because I'm going to look this up right now. He's not happy, Aaron. Do you hear this? I'm not. I'm not. I'm fine. But um, <laughs> that I, is sad, I guess. No, they are divorced. I'm, I'm a child of divorce, so I have limited sympathy. Life goes on. You should have more empathy. No, sympathy I was really young, so you I got it didn't affect me. No. Harvard beat Yale. 29-29. Harvard. Yeah, yeah. So Tommy Lee Jones played tackle yeah. at Harvard. Oh my gosh, this is really these are interesting things. I'm, I'm reading the book right now. I'm happy to bring it to you when I'm done with okay. it. Okay, okay, no, I like this is good stuff. Yes, I would like to. I'll read and that. I'll, and then I'll others. take Ward's copy of Junction Board. Yeah, I think I think we might. I think there were some things in that book that uh, you might we might need to double check. Some of the facts. So the Junction might. Boys, or or just where Calvin Hill went to college and the Harvard. No, Yale the boys. Junction, oh, okay. the Junction Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Aaron, do you have one more? Or we probably we're probably we're yeah, pretty I'd, into the four o'clock hour by now. I have a real quick one that uh, goes yes. along with the last one. Uh, the 49ers okay. fired their defensive coordinator. Well, the uh, 
The Chiefs are going to extend theirs. The Chiefs are working on an extension for their defensive coordinator. Spagnuolo's first name. I lost Steve, the story. Steve, Steve, Steve Spagnuolo, Spagnuolo. Yeah, <laughs> who is the only coordinator to win a Super Bowl as a coordinator with four different teams. That Wikipedia page is incredible. <laughs> it's got like four-time Super Bowl champion or whatever, and oh, then that's underneath awesome. it, head coaching record. It's like eleven and forty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a a two hundred winning percentage. But I, man, heck he, of a coordinator. Was he coaching them before, like when they were still St. Louis? Did he or did he already? Yeah, that I, yeah, he was in L.A., he, I don't he think. He kind of got caught up in the cross, the cross, yeah, the transition, I think. But uh, I, I, I said this the other day, I don't love it in a broadcast. I, I, feel like, I feel like you shouldn't assume your audience knows who you're talking about when you keep referring to a defensive coordinator as Spags. <laughs> Yeah, he's not the like Greek that. freak. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like it's the Super Bowl. LeBron. Like you should not <laughs> refer to him as Spags. That just seems kinda that seems kinda weird. All right. Well, good no stuff. Zim then. No Zim this year. I, I better not hear that from Tony. I mean, these guys are like these guys are back there. They've never seen him in their life. They're like, "Hey, Zim!" It's like, "Come on, you've got to, you've got to at least that's have great met him before you address well, him as Zim. That's got to be happening in Boulder. These these kids <laughs> from the student newspaper. Hey, uh, Prime, a minute here. <laughs> from the Daily call. Coloradan. What about those people that called uh, Bob call Knight? What did they call him, Bobby or something? Ooh, that led to some. That That's kind of what did it in the end. That was like his last yeah, hurrah. I think Neil Reed some called kid, him that, yeah. Some kid not walking across campus. No. Yeah, yes, yes. So and Neil he got like, almost assaulted him, yeah. No, the kid said, "What's up, Knight?" or something like that, and and Bobby, and then that was the final straw. And then like Tech, Tech's always waiting to hire you after a moment like this. There's a brilliant Tech, move by Tech. By Tech swoops brilliant. in, and when like Billy Clyde had his breakdown in Kentucky, Texas Tech was like, "Here, come here," and I'll never forget the story. Billy Clyde Gillespie's coaching at Tech, and he he was making his players run laps and do play, and he started doing it to the media, and the media did it. Oh, like, if man. Scott Drew tried to tell me to do something, you know, well, hey, he knows I, I would not do it. I I'd saw Jerry like, Hill doing push-ups at media availability the other day. He bet the 49ers. <laughs> Scott called him out on it. So, look, oh, really? it's not all that different, I guess. I witnessed him do this. Nicole Sheeran's got it on camera, I'm sure. I, the, the camera was pointed there. So, <sighs> yeah. I, I, I would hate for you to miss that, Matt. All right, we got to get back on it. Uh, it is the four o'clock hours upon us. It's grabbed us, and um, let's let's delve back into. We got big campus confidential. Let's um, let's hit a reset and and let's let's get back into um, some of the uh, some of our reactions to last night. And do we have potentially a deep run in this Baylor team? We discuss next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
The Brazos Landing is proud to showcase their new upscale bar to Central Texas, the Bourbon Street Bar. Guests are able to savor 93 different labels of bourbons, whiskeys, and scotch. Also, over 110 varieties of wine are featured, in addition to a nice selection of Texas beers. Ask about the new Bourbon Street Bites while enjoying your drink. This menu includes oysters on the half shell, meatball wellington, chicken fried steak sliders, and beer-battered flounder tacos with avocado salsa. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet, the Brazos Landing, Waco. February is here, and so are the big savings during the President's Day sale at Allen Samuels in Waco. New inventory is out on the lot right now and ready for immediate delivery. Ram 1500 is the most luxurious and technologically advanced Ram 1500 ever. Looking for an SUV? Have your pick of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, and Renegades. Need a midsize truck to get the job done? Drive a new Jeep Gladiator. President's Day sale event is a winner at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. 
The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive through on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, I love that. Day tripper. Um, man, just so good to hear from the Beatles. And uh, Cam found out Cam kind of likes the Beatles and is, is almost as obsessed with them as I am. Uh, they're no oasis. Great to, yeah. What's that? They're no oasis, but wow. they're pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was like a restaurant in Austin. But um, uh, Aaron, are you a, are you a Beatles guy? I am huge fan. Okay, I like that. I like we were in the, actually Terry and I were in a. Funny enough, though, I like today. I like the early stuff best. I like the first two albums. I think it's the greatest pop music ever created. Before they started thinking. Yeah, and got into all the hippie <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Went over to India. Yeah. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band. Don't that get me your... started. Yeah, <laughs> submarine. I like all those. That was the all first. Right. That was the first pop song I ever heard. Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine. Yeah, it, it gets oh. etched in your memory. Oh yeah, I've got a little Yellow uh-huh. Submarine Christmas ornament. Yeah. Who's your yeah. favorite Beatle, Matt? Well, he's gonna give I a guess... case for all four. No, no. And Pete I Best can too. eliminate. <laughs> I... <laughs> Probably Paul. I mean, but I, oh. I'm probably I'm most fascinated with 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 John, but I I think there was some maybe the most brilliance. Maybe George had the most George brilliance, but they kind of yeah. they kind of kept him down. And then Clapton like took his wife at some point. I mean, all that Tough. stuff is fascinating. They're just all hanging out together. George looks up at one point. Eric Clapton just walks off with his wife. I mean, it's just. Oh my gosh! Seventies <laughs> were a like, wild can imagine, time, weren't can you they? Imagine that though. Like I'm a beetle. Like I, I shouldn't have to worry about this kind of thing. I'm literally a beetle. <laughs> Clapton. I mean, Clapton's why is Eric, great, but why is say, Eric man? at what the is house that? all the time? And then even in that show we saw where they were making that, you know, that last they're getting ready for that last performance, which happened on the roof of the Apple Studios, which is hilarious that people were down on the street complaining. These old <laughs> folks are like, What are they doing? Turn down that noise up there. It was like the last performance of the Beatles. And yeah, it and was And George's uh, wife is like, Can Eric come? Yeah, and is Eric <laughs> coming to the party? <laughs> and George but George got mad during that production and just just stopped coming, and they had to they had to go talk him into coming back. You remember he just quit the yeah, band yeah. for a while, like it, which may, leads me to all, believe that happened a lot. 
We blame everything on Yoko Ono, and the more you read and the more you find out, it's not totally fair to her. I mean, I'm not saying she was great for the band, but I, we, we probably <laughs> assign too much blame to her, I would think. Yeah, but, I don't have uh, much sympathy because I think she's just annoying. So Yeah, well. I know, I, I mean, hot I, take, Yoko Ono's annoying. <laughs> yeah, well, her screeching, whatever. Ooh, some yeah, of the, her, yeah, who was that? Who was that? Who was he performing with? Who was John performing with? <laughs> when that ha- when they I don't know they were on some variety oh, show she, yeah and it was, it was supposed bad. to be John Lennon and I, I don't remember whoever it was, was got so mad and he was like oh. cut off her mic yes he was he, like, I know oh, what you're could, talking about and I can't think wife, of it either Yoko come on too oh. yeah we're gonna have Yoko we're gonna have Yoko come up trust me she's really good <laughs> is that Sean so did they have a child together was it Sean or which yes, Julian was from the original. Julian was his previous relationship. Okay, if I'm getting that right. He was yeah, the first to get Julian, married. That's the thing. He was the first one to get married, but then obviously that didn't last. Okay, that's too much of that. Mm, uh, or that darn. was that was just just enough. But um, <laughs> and we'll get back on we'll get back on pace here. I did want to, Aaron. Can we play just the first part of that Scott Drew news conference last night? The press conference after the game. I mean, there I am. I'm. I'm kind of ready to, to to ask some some questions, and then Scott walks into the uh, to the presser, and and here is how it started. Well, to open up with, I want to thank uh, uh, Mosley for helping our guys with their turnovers tonight. Uh. Okay, okay. I was half right. I said I said the Matt Mosley show. It was someone from the Matt Mosley show. <laughs> That's pretty great, Aaron. I think we can. We'll be saving that. Drops. Yeah, we'll be saving that. And uh, maybe a promo, you know, whatever. But we, I mean. That was great. And uh, they took it from 21 to 5. I mean, a massive, it's just unbelievable. Like, for instance, I'm watching the the Baylor women. I don't want to get too far into that because they did have a good win. And they got a big game tonight. In fact, we're off the air early tonight because at 5.30, the pregame starts, and they play at Oklahoma, and that game will be on ESPN+, Plus. but you'll hear it here on ESPN Central Texas. But in women's basketball, one of the – I love a lot of things about it. One of the big downsides is if you look at the box scores, even like after they played well the other night, they had 19 turnovers. There's just – for whatever reason, there are just way too many turnovers. And I, I do think that shows – what I what and I was trying to hit on this the other day with you, Cam. The I don't know yet. There were some things I saw with one of those past uh, the old um, oh one of those teams, maybe just even last year's team. There were some things we saw along the way that you're like, that's a fatal flaw. Like they you're may not ever overcome that. Yeah, we're back okay. to the men. Okay. I I don't know yet because like when Ray J cleans it up. And he plays a complete game, and is just sort of the floor general. And there, and like last night, they found a guy that was extremely hot, kept feeding him, and and none brought the house down. Like, you're, and, and it seems so simple. Mm-hmm. I, what I don't know, and what I have a hard time getting my mind around, and I think the coaches are asking themselves the same question: Is there any way that they could not revert? Like that Ray J could manage the team, run the show, 
and not have one of those games when you need to win five games in a row or six, whatever it is, to win a national title. Like, I, I still have no clue if this team could put that stretch together. I guess the good news is they can have a horrible game when it comes to protecting the ball and, and not even shoot particularly well and somehow have a chance to beat Kansas at Fog. Like, if you want to look at it that way. I, I don't I just can't get my arms around whether or not I think this is a fatal flaw. And I heard you say the other day, Cam, well, I think this is something they can clean up. I don't know because every time I kind of think they do, Ray J will have one of those six or seven turnover games. Yeah, I, I don't know that they'll ever be – like they're not going to be a five turnover a game kind of team. No. But what I will say about the fatal flaw thing, because you're right, I mean, we saw it last year – pretty early on and it just never quite clicked again like it, it you know it was overall the defense wasn't nearly as good as it had been the three seasons previous and then you saw how limited they were offensively they couldn't score in the paint and they were a, a strict three-point shooting team and they didn't have a floor general at point guard but a guy who could really score and so I, I think if you look at this year's team compared to it you have all of those things your defense has trended incredibly in the right direction. This is back-to-back games against ranked teams that you've held them under 65 points uh, and easily could have done that against Tech last week and, you know, the last two minutes, Tech kind of hit some shots there. But, like, that is what's being slept on, I think, of this team is they are really turning into what looks like a Final Four caliber of defense. Again, that doesn't mean they're going to the Final Four, but that that defense could carry them there. And I... I that was my biggest takeaway other than Baylor's turnovers Saturday against Kansas was that Kansas turned it over only eight times, shot okay, nothing crazy, but not terribly bad, and yet Baylor kept it in front of them, and they were plus whatever, 14 or 17 in the rebounding department. So do they have vulnerabilities? Sure. But like last year, if you had asked me at this time, I would have told you, there's no fixing this. Like, the, Flo mm-hmm. Thamba isn't going to become a guy who can, you know, put the ball on the floor, go into somebody's chest, and dunk it. Like, it wasn't going to become that. And, uh, you know, you, you weren't going to have... You know, Keontae George wasn't going to be a 10-assist guy. But now, these things do seem more correctable. Like, are they going to be a, a five-turnover-a-game team? No. But they're also probably not going to be a 21-turnover-a-game team, a, a team. Right? So... Like, there's, yeah. there's a happy medium there. Are they as good a three-point shooting team as they were in the non-conference? No. But are they as bad as they were the first couple of games of the Big 12? Also no. You know what I mean? So there, there's a medium to these things that yeah. I don't think they had last year. It was, it was one end or the other. And, again, I mean, last night you look down the box score and, you know, your best player, Eve Macy, 12 points, one rebound in 26 minutes. That's fine. That's fine performance. Uh, Jacoby Walter, still not shooting the ball great. He gets 10. Ray J, 11. Jalen Bridges has a nice game, 14 and 5 of 7. And then you have a guy who was the worst player in your starting lineup a month ago that scores 27. Like, it's, they, they're finding ways. And, you know, they only have, their leading bench scorer last night was Austin Sachs. He, the three at the <laughs> end. He's your leading guy off the bench with Langston Love hurt. And you still won it by, it should have been 20 points. You won by 17 points. Like, these, this team is fine. 
finding ways to win without feeling like they're stealing games. Does that make yeah. sense? Like they're yeah. finding ways to win and that they're doing it different ways, but each of those seem at least somewhat sustainable. You know, Jaden Nunn's not scoring 27 every night, but someone can give you a performance like that. I I guess the reason I'm having a hard time totally going all in, it's like I want them to be great, but like they are susceptible. The, the great thing is they hit them with that wave last night and never let them back in the game. They've Finally. had an issue yeah. with that. Finally. With hitting them with waves and then letting them back in the back door of games. They should have totally beaten Kansas State. They should have totally beaten TCU. They could have easily beaten Texas. There's so many games they could have won. But, boy, last night, you're right. And I don't know. And, and they did that without arguably the best sixth man in the conference. Yeah. Like, at least who, offensively, yeah. And, and I, I was watching that team last night, and I'm like, who in that starting five, with, with none going crazy like he was, who would you have out of the game at the end of a game? Like, there's no – because generally, Langston finishes every game. Mm-hmm. Langston, they view Langston as a top none, yeah. three player. Yeah. And so, again, that's a great problem to have. And, and, and you hit on it. I, I don't know if I would agree – that Misi is their best player. He he certainly could be their most impactful. But, like, I don't know who's the most dominant big man in the Big 12 right now. And I guess you could say Hunter Dickinson just from a, uh, you know, from a scoring standpoint. But the most imposing sort of, like, Guy you have to constantly account for is Misi. And, Most impactful, and the po- I'd say, in both ends, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he's playing off the dribble now is crazy. Now, again, against Kansas, here's what I, I, and I, I'll even go back to that Kansas game. I love that about him, that they, when everything was going to you-know-where, and it's 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 eighteen to six, and you're like, are we in another Michigan State? Mm-hmm. That dude, he didn't wilt. Like folks could have wilted in that game, and he kind of just kept plugging and kept doing his thing. And in time, like he was a massive reason they got back in that game. And part of it is because, like, I mean, there's no way you could have watched him a month ago and thought. He could be, he could hit like seven of eight or six of eight or whatever, a free throws. Yeah. There's no way. And he's already there. He already steps up at key moments in games and knocks down free throws. Did you see it when they put his free throw percentage up last night? It still, he was so bad early that his free throw percentage was like 51%. <laughs> I bet, I bet the last four or five games he's 72 to 75 percent to the point where i'm i'm not really worried about it i'm not worried about it if he's stepping up for two big free throws yeah you know and yeah. like i mean i just i can't say enough good things about eve Misi. you talk about putting the ball on the floor i mean he can do that like a guard in terms of you know inside the three-point arc you know he's not bringing the ball up but he can do that he can put the ball on the floor and get to the basket and I mean, how rare is it for a young guy, let alone a young center who's 
still raw like Eve Misi is, that just like he doesn't even make mistakes, Matt. Like he he's always making the right play. And even when he's going for these tough finishes, you're like, oh, what's he doing? He's finishing. Like he's he's incredible. He is incredible. And he is such a deterrent at the rim, even when he's not touching the ball. I think he has such an impact, even when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. That yeah, you can talk about Dickinson. He's a great player. So is Desu down there at UT. But I'm taking Eve Misi yeah. just as much as the rest I, of those guys. I Desu's you know highly skilled offensive player, but t- to your point, he's starting to become so good at blocking shots that I don't think I think they're having a trouble officiating him. I yeah. think they don't know when it's a goaltend or not because he's like. He's that athletic, and they're like, well, I don't know. that He got up there and got that thing pretty quick, but I think that's a goaltend. Yeah, that's I two mean, that, games in a row uh, we've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, we, need to get, we need to get rolling here. We'll get back on schedule because we do have uh, Campus Confidential. Next, though, let's talk about my trip out to uh, see an old friend. Mike Zimmer is the new defense coordinator with the Cowboys today. We were introduced to him. That's next. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday as we talk golf with women's golf coach Jay Goble and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern-looking bill. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. 
Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, what a day it has been. And we do have Campus Confidential coming up. We'll also, you'll get to hear more from Mac Rhodes. Boy, on Gary Patterson, on this new CFP deal with ESPN, on him being named to selection committee on the uh, dawn of uh, baseball season. Also have started softball season. Um, Lots to talk to Mac about. We'll do that at 5 o'clock. We had a great, uh, great gathering at the, the Brazos Landing and, as we were wrapping up yesterday, uh, Cam, the Baylor football team, the offensive line made its way in there. It looked like they were having a great time. And then um, um, and then as we, we were kind of wrapping up, man, the, the place just – and, of course, we'll take complete credit for it, but it's Naturally. mainly because it's a great venue and it's just beautiful right there on the Brazos. And you could look over and see the pavilion sparkling – as the sun's going down, I, just awesome. And then my man Thomas last night, there he was waiting on me wow. as uh, as I got back to the parking lot. Yeah. And uh, and also helping me out is somebody somebody appeared to be following me. <laughs> oh, a fan? Yeah, 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 fan. I think a fan of the show. But Thomas was on it. It was just like, if Mosley has any problem, I am I am here. All right. Speaking of problems, um, this is really uh, terrible news coming out of Kansas City on what should have been such a happy day with the parade, and they had a lot of fun. And Kelsey was exactly how you'd, uh, you know, I think I texted you that, Aaron, a minute ago. Kelsey was singing like Garth Brooks, and you know they were all having a having a drink or two and having a good time. But the the big story is one person is dead. And 10 to 15 people were injured after shots were fired at the end of the Chiefs Super Bowl parade 
Wednesday. This according to Kansas City uh, Police Chief Stacy Graves. I'm getting this from an ESPN.com story. And um, two people have been taken into custody, as Aaron told us earlier. And it's uh, um, in the police chief, Stacy Graves, says, I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment, she said. Um, three of the injured, this is according to ABC News, are in critical condition. Five are in serious condition. And one person has non-life-threatening injuries. Um, and the uh, uh, the coaching staff, um, I, it looks like all the Chiefs were on buses returning to Arrowhead when all that happened. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas said all the team's players, coaches, and staff are accounted for. The uh, mayor went on to say, this is an absolute tragedy, the likes of which we have never would have expected in Kansas City, the likes of which we'll remember for some time. So, I mean, I, I, I will see what happens. Um, you know, I was, I've been really, uh, you know, obviously they're, they're going around and checking the different health systems, the hospitals these folks were taken to. And uh, and so we'll get more and more news as it comes out. Um, Patrick Mahomes has posted on Twitter, uh, praying for Kansas City, and also included uh, emojis of hands in prayer. And then the Chiefs linebacker, uh, Drew Tranquil, uh, said, please join me in prayer for all the victims in this heinous act. Pray that doctors and first responders would have steady hands and that all would experience full healing. So, you know, again, we just had a joyous parade out in Arlington, like 500,000 people or somewhere in that neighborhood, it may have been as much as 800,000, showed up, uh, seemed to go off without a hitch, and everybody had a wonderful time. And uh, But you get that many people together. In the day and age we live in, and and sometimes some some uh, some things can happen, and um, I'm just uh, hoping that uh, really uh, horrible that we've lost one life. You're just hoping that uh, that some of these folks, a lot, most of these folks, uh, everybody is okay. That's uh, been rushed off to hospital. So Cam, tough day uh, because yeah, with uh, especially on a day of such celebration. And everybody's wanting to have a fun time. And, and, again, they got to have fun, and they got to speak, and everybody was having fun at the mic. And then just – and it, it's generally some kind – you know, I, I don't know if you all have seen what they're saying about the suspects. But it's – in these kinds of horrible things, you know, a lot of times it's like somebody's in some kind of altercation, and then it breaks out, and then, of course – people's lives are changed forever who just didn't you know didn't do anything to deserve something like this yeah i mean just like can we just have a parade yeah is that too much to ask for like oh just just terrible and you mm-hmm. know we we kind of joke sometimes about big crowds like that and it not being our scene you know something like a mardi gras or a new year's yeah. Eve or something but if you go out to it you expect to come home you know it's yeah. just yeah. it's just awful just just terrible 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 so Certainly praying for 
for all those involved, you know, for the victims yeah. and, and those around there. And glad I'm, I'm hoping that it was just those two suspects and, and nothing more and that they've, yeah. they've hopefully got that part squared yeah. away. All right, uh, we'll we'll stay up to date on that one, and uh, and then in the coming days, we'll. Uh, uh, I did want to talk more about my uh, trip out there to meet with Mike Zimmer and the gang today. Uh, Mike McCarthy was up there, and it it was kind of interesting, fellas, to see two. I didn't really thought of it in that context. The whole that Mike was with the Packers. There was a lot of overlap there. Uh, Mike Zimmer, you know, in, in this day and age, as quickly as people were getting fired, we, Steve Wilkes got fired after one year after he actually coached a really good game against Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. He just got fired. And Mike Zimmer was the head coach for eight years for, um, you know, in, in Minnesota. And I, I, I just thought it was kind of interesting to see those guys up there and their mutual admiration having played against each other. And according to Mike Zimmer, he said, you know, Mike, talking about McCarthy, was the guy I respected the most. And uh, so, again, it was uh, – I, I know a lot of Cowboys fans are like, ah, oh, the same old. Uh, I, I'm kind of excited to see where this goes and excited to see a guy I've known for a long time as well. All right, let's do some Campus Confidential before we get you ready to hear – from uh, Baylor Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball on the road at McNeese State on Thursday. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Thursday for Baylor softball on 101.3 FM. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear softball on 101.3 FM. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family buying new roads it's 9 30 on a saturday night you're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work lucky for you central national banks after hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth inning jams just contact us from 6 to 8 30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems bank different bank central central national bank Member FDIC. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy to jewelry to plush animals to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, Central Texas. The next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations. Each are Hellberg Barbecue specialty. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387. 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley alongside Cam Stewart and Aaron Sexton. We roll along, and it's been a busy, jam-packed day. Uh, Mac Rhodes going to have some great stuff. We're going to share some of that with you uh, coming up. And then, of course, we'll get you ready for Baylor women's basketball. In fact, the uh, pregame show begins at 5.30 this evening. Six o'clock against a good Sooners team that uh, has uh, knocked off a couple of top ten teams in recent weeks. Aaron, take it away, sir. The College Football Playoff Board of Managers is expected to vote next Tuesday on a model that would include the five highest-ranked conference champions and then the next seven highest-ranked teams in the 12-team playoff this fall, a format change that could finally get the unanimous banking it needs if the Pac-12 agrees to it. The Pac-12, which has dwindled to just Washington State and Oregon State after drastic conference realignment, has been the lone holdout in the process, asking for some time to sort through its legal issues and discuss future CFP revenue with the board. Oh, I can just see it now. I love the 12-team playoff, but I can see it now, Aaron. A 10-2 and Ole Miss at like 12 or 13, 
and they get left out, whatever, however it matches up here, <laughs> right? Like, And they're like, whoa, we lost to Georgia and LSU, and you're putting Liberty in there. Like, I just, I can already see it. Or Oregon State going in there, I guess. But 12 is better than four. I like these, uh, I like these two schools just like trying to hold everything (laughs) Holding it down, baby. (laughs) Like that South Park episode with Dan Snyder taking on the whole team by himself. I don't know if you partake in that show too much, Matt. Find it somewhat amusing, but certainly not a not a day one or a regular or not, view. Yeah, just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. A dabble. Debuted a dabble two in weeks that. after I was born. In case you were wondering, that did. Yeah, August fourteenth, ninety seven. Yeah, all that stuff like Family Guy. What was the oh, Cleveland? Man. Somebody like all all Cleveland that stuff like stung. I'll occasionally. <laughs> Family Guy in its prime was. Unbelievable! I watch good. a little bit of it just because it, it kind of <laughs> makes me laugh sometimes. <laughs> like, but but not three, four or five. Oh. No, I'm not going to watch much of that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's really yeah. All of that is um, is interesting to follow, and uh, I like uh, Aaron. What else? What else do you have, sir? The ACC approved the use of helmet te- helmet technology and sideline tablets. During its winter meetings this week, pending final approval this month from the NCAA Football Rules Committee. In a statement following the conclusion of the meetings today, the ACC said the use of tablets with access to in-game video had unanimous support among their football coaches in addition to helmet technology. will allow for one-way communication between the sideline and designated players on the field as it is in the NFL and would hopefully preclude future Michigan situation. I thought we were talking about like cameras in the helmets, and I was like, <laughs> "Here we go. We That's can technology. we can finally see what Bill O'Brien is saying when he's trying to coach football." <laughs> finally. No, like they, they they should totally make this like NASCAR, and you can buy the little device oh, where you get to hear what the coach is saying to the quarterback in the helmet. That would be I mean, so that. great for the fine bomb people. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, great for people. us too, but the people who call into Paul Feinbaum, yeah. man, that yeah. would be perfect. I I went through a phase where I was kind of mesmerized by that show, and I and I and I wondered to myself, could we do that show? Could we have people in Central Texas just just call and just constantly just react to whatever they say? And and my answer eventually was no. I didn't think, I think we, we should, should do that. Out. I think we should find out. Yeah, well, I, I'm all, I'm very open to, to taking more calls, but it was funny because, like, the guy I cut my teeth with, Randy Galloway, came up, and that's when Aaron started listening to him many, many years ago. We were both kids, basically. He he did a show where it was just all call-ins. And, and by the time I ended up with Randy, and we did about seven, eight years together, he, we didn't take a single call, nor did he like having guests. So it was just <laughs> it was kind of Vibes. it was kind of funny. Yeah, it just completely changed, and and to the point where one time our other co-host Ian Fitzsimmons, who's on ESPN, one booked Jason Whitlock, but when he was still kind of in the mainstream media, and like before Super Bowl, and. Without asking Randy's approval, and oh, no. Randy almost beat him up. 
Like he was ready. <laughs> they were almost at like Radio Row, That's the great. worst That's Radio Row in the history of radio, was the the Radio Row in Dallas for that Super Bowl. I can see First Galloway all, you know, squaring up with somebody. That's great. Oh, you Galloway was just. Let's, let's take this to blow. Oh, he was so. He seems He was so mad. Yeah, that Ian had just because he just put us in a weird spot. Well, I forget why Randy was so mad. And I and at the time Whitlock seemed like a pretty decent guest. He wasn't kind of the polarizing figure that he right. Become. Right. <laughs> he was just a um, national commentator back then. Think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think it was a bad deal. I didn't. But see, that's how we were wired. We would they would send us to the Super Bowl, like what one of our local people they just went to do, and and you know most people go to the Super Bowl, like the ticket or one hundred five three the fan or whoever. And they go to the Super Bowl, and they try to they all try to have like thirty different guests on, and they think that's good rate or think that's good, and it's really awful, right? Yes. But the thing that yes, was hilarious too. about Randy is that, <laughs> so they would pay our way, right? Or the newspaper paid him probably, but we would be out there the entire week, and literally we might have one or two guests, and the only guest we would have would be like if like a former Cowboys legend. It had to be like Drew Pearson or Roger Stallback. And, and I, I think they always thought maybe we should have – if they were going to fly us to the Super Bowl, we might ought to have a, a guest or two on. All right, um, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Big 12 basketball tonight. No games on the men's side. Five on the women's side. Headlined by a top 25 matchup with number 21 Baylor on the road to take on number 23 Oklahoma in Norman. That's a 6 o'clock tip for that game on ESPN+. Plus. 5.30 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also a 6 o'clock tip, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. 6.30 tips for Kansas State at Iowa State and Cincinnati at Kansas. And then the late game, number 5 Texas, will take on Houston in Houston at 7 o'clock. All those Big 12+. plus. All right, Cam, big night for you on Big 12 Plus. You'll just be monitoring oh, yeah. all those games. I don't know if this is trivia night or not. Tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think it's kind of it's, – it's unfortunate for Baylor that – and I don't know how this all happened, but have you, you kind of noticed that, like, when Kim left, like, just overnight it seemed like every team got a great coach. Like in the Big Twelve, it's yeah. Like, I mean, I think they'd already hired Vic at Texas, but like Oklahoma State has a great coach. I think Kansas State already I'm had a, a big good fan one. of the Oklahoma State. Coach, I, yeah. Yeah. J.C. Hoyt, yeah, yeah, she's nice. Um, good coach, very good, and she is a good coach. And this Baranski or whatever, uh, I, mean, I think that's an actress, but Baranski, something like that, at OU is like an incredible coach. Like there was just this. There was just this set change, you know, and and everybody became like great coaches in the Big 12. So, anyway, I, I just thought I would mention that. Cam, uh, enjoy that tonight, though. Enjoy all that Big 12 uh, yeah, women's basketball. And the old lady, candlelight, and rose petals and Big 12 Plus. ESPN Watching Plus. Texas and Houston. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Road pedals. Put all those on the, yeah. I, <laughs> leaving, to the, leaving to the den, the TV room. <laughs> Just put a trail there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ha- yeah, happy Valentine's to all our listeners. 
okay? And I, we didn't really even ever bring that up. But hope you guys have a nice Valentine's. And if you don't have a plan, that that the the uh, the Brazos Landing has a beautiful Valentine's dinner, and you can book that thing through Saturday. And I would I would uh, advise to get reservations. But wonderful, wonderful uh, price, you know, kind of. Oh, it's just a really good deal. All right, Mac Rhodes joins us next. Your home for the World Champion Texas Rangers, ESPN Central Texas. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question things always seem to come up when your bank is closed but with central national banks after hours service